This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Leisure. No, not entertainment or amusement, but true, holy leisure is a lost art in our culture today. We, I, just don't do it like we, I, know we ought. And who can blame us, though, right? I mean, we're busy. No, even busyness is not an excuse. In fact, especially busyness is not an excuse. So how do we reclaim this sense of holy leisure in our world, in our lives today? And what does that have to teach us about work? My guest today plays all this out for us and does so masterfully. He's the author of the new book, Getting Work Right, Labor and Leisure in a Fragmented World. You are really going to enjoy this, friends. Here's my conversation with Dr. Michael Naughton. Hello, doctor. Hello, John. Good to be with you. Good to have you on. All right, so you say if we don't get Sunday right, we're not going to get Monday or any day of the work week right. What do you mean by that? Right. Well, in one sense, there's something a little prior to it, which goes right along with it. If we don't get rest right, we're not going to get work right. Mm -hmm. So uh, the title of the book, you know, Getting Work Right, is predicated on the idea that we have to understand what we mean by rest and and here it's not a balance between work and rest life you know we often talk about work life balance yeah. a kind of common kind of slogan that we often hear and there's some there's some truth there's always truth in slogans but they often sometimes conceal rather than reveal the deeper reality and that we are made to both work and rest and key to it is how they're related to each other not how they're compartmentalized and thus one of the key problems is this idea of the divided life. So it's, it's a similar thing. We have Sunday, and sometimes we, we have to make sure that Sunday is not the last day of the week, but it's really the first day of the week, mm. and it ought to inform the way that we see the rest of the world. And so we have to, we have to recognize that Sunday is not just an hour at Mass, but the Lord's Day is the whole day. And so there's a way that we have to enter into that day. And once we enter into that day properly, we then begin to understand what the rest of the days of the week look like. Listen, you're, you're talking to the guy that needs to hear this more than anyone, because I feel like I just finished a marathon by the time I get the kids ready for Mass. So how does a guy like me, young kids running around, uh, making breakfast, cleaning up breakfast, how does a guy like me... Uh, understand leisure on a Sunday. Right. So every everybody's going to have a different kind of reality. And and so, you know, that's where the uh the kind of you have to understand the kind of your particular situation. So there's no right formula, but there are some habits of mind that mm-hmm. one gets in. So one of the things for someone like yourself and I had five kids at one point, same kind of situation. There's a sense that I would often wake up earlier than the kids uh, and and have silence and and have uh, time for prayer and 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 now with the kids gone, my wife and I do that together. And there's a sense that there, one has to enter into that day not in the sense of catching up with your kids, but in one sense you have to be kind of ready for them. And so starting the day off in silence, in prayer, in reading the scriptures, those types of things, I think, could then help you say, okay, how do I move into that? 
And the other thing, too, of course, is, you know, how do you create the conditions so you're not rushing out of mass, sure. r- rushing out to get to mass, and you're yelling at the kids saying, damn it, will you get going to get to mass, <laughs> you know? And, and, of course, I know that all too well. But there's a sense that you have to prepare for it because you're going for a celebration. You're not just simply going for a duty. And you have to create the conditions to help your kids understand what they're going to. Mm. And so some of the things you might want to do is, you know, making sure that the screens are off. And that's the technology problem that we often have to deal with, and particularly increasing with our kids. And this is a day, it's a different kind of day. Yeah. And so get the screens off, put them away, and let the kids kind of engage in a different kind of way. Well, I like how you say building those habits, you know, and, and that's so important because, again, you can just kind of get caught up in what's happening right now and forget that, look, you know, I'm the one that hit snooze five times before I got up this morning. I got to really kind of build some of those habits in and be intentional about it. What's the difference between leisure and entertainment? Right. Uh, great question. And I, I, I think the key word here is, is not entertainment but amusement. And so a quick etymology, right? Where does the word come from? Amusement. We often kind of interchange that with entertainment. It comes from a Greek word that we use, muses. And the muses were the goddesses of the liberal arts. They were meant to refresh us, to help us see a much larger reality. You put the word a in front of it, it negates it. If I'm a theist, I believe in God. If I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God. So amusement, if you look this up in the Wiktionary, I believe there's a definition that goes like this, to stare stupidly at something. Hmm. Of course, that's my wife's description of me watching television. (laughs) And so a lot of our entertainment is a kind of stare stupidly at things. They're they're often distractions. They, they, They kind of distract us from reality. And leisure is actually the engagement of reality. It's the encounter of reality. And that's why leisure as silence, as prayer, as worship, and even, even in the sense of play with one's children, right? There's an encounter with the world versus, you know, watching one more episode of a Netflix thing or one more video game or one more football game, right? None of those things are in and themselves bad, but they're not real leisure, Hmm. So leisure maybe fills you a little bit, uh, and amusement kind of takes away or drains you? Well, uh, Joseph Pieper, which all this comes from, he's a German Catholic philosopher. He's sure. really, he wrote a book called Leisure, the Basis of Culture, and he says leisure is the, is the condition of the soul to receive the reality of the world. Hmm. And so it's not about me attacking reality, but it's about me receiving reality. And that's, I'd be quite frank, John, it's one of the hardest habits for us Americans to get at because we're pragmatists, we're can-do people, we've got to get it done, just do it, all of which is a great asset of, human, of the human condition. But there's a, there's a dark side to it, and we don't receive things. How does proper leisure then help me in the cubicle on Monday? Right. So part of it, you know, John Paul II wrote an encyclical letter called Laborum Exertions on Human Work in 1981. And the last chapter, it's a great chapter. I'd encourage the listeners to, to, to read it. It's called The Spirituality of Work. And what he points out is that the proper leisure of, of a spiritual life, as you say, you know, when, the, when it goes off, get up and, and, and take some time for prayer. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing one should be doing in the morning before one goes to work is to take that time for prayer. 
Uh, I hear, I'm here at the University of St. Thomas, and we have uh, these arches when you walk through the arches, and it's the prayer of St. Thomas. And every time I walk through those arches, you know, it says, Grant, O merciful God, that I may ardently desire, and it, and it goes on for the prayer. And as I'm going off to a meeting, and by the way, I need that prayer before I go to that meeting, mm-hmm. because you're dealing with politics, you're dealing with problems, you're dealing with ideologies, and you have to kind of face it. But I can't go in there all uptight, and there's that sense of, okay, Lord, I know you're here. And it's taking that time and building it through the day. So it's a practical spirituality of work. How long did it take you to get to this point where you just really were able to kind of uh, understand and apply this holy leisure in your life? You know, John, I wish I was there. You know, and like you, it's it's one of those things that um, I, I, I'm I've been blessed with a great wife. I'm also been great with I've also been blessed with a great faith and great colleagues. And and my biggest problem is amnesia. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I get caught up in the frenetic points of my day. And my wife is a great, she constantly reminds me of these things. When I read the scriptures, they constantly remind me of these things. So I don't think any of us ever quite there. Uh, but I've been blessed by these things that I hope that I'm trying to receive. But my challenge is I'm still a fallen human being. I make these mistakes. I fall into ruts. I fall into bad habits. And then confession, the sacraments, you know, good counsel of people around you are saying, okay, <laughs> uh, re- re- you know, recollect, uh, reorder, uh, and, and, and redirect. Uh, it's powerful, man. Uh, it really is. And I, I really thank you for writing this book because I, I think you wrote it just for me. Getting Work Right, Labor and Leisure in a Fragmented World, Dr. Michael Naughton, uh, forward by Cardinal Peter Turkson, by the way. So pretty, pretty. Uh, I, I'd say that's a, a nice uh, little get there. Um, where can people get the book? Well, they can get it on Amazon or they can get it on the St. Paul uh, publication um, uh, website as well. So there's uh, any, anywhere on the web they can grab it. You're doing an incredible job. Doctor, thank you for coming on and thank you for writing the book. John, it was a real pleasure being with you. God bless you. So there you have it, friends. Selfishly, I think that interview was for me. It's not easy to cultivate this sense of leisure in our lives. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not worth it. That might be an interview to go back to and listen a few more times. I know I will. Thanks to Dr. Michael Naughton, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Lenetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.